Welcome to another episode of the Thirsty Mom Podcast, powered by Thirst. I'm your host, Lori Thompson. Good morning, Kim. I've got Kim in the Mill Creek location with me today. Kim, welcome. Thank you so much. I am so happy to be here. Seriously, to talk with my friend, Lori, we've been friends for a long time, so it's fun to connect and yes. come here this morning. Yes, I know. It's not really like an interview. It's like girls chatting, yeah. right? This is our <laughs> hangout. This is mom time. This is, yes, this is our time. So yeah. first I need to ask you, what are you drinking? Oh my goodness. We could call it the kitchen sink, but that's not the real name. <laughs> I kind of like to just mix it up. So I took the uh, Miss Abby and threw in some tiger's blood and did like a half Sprite, half water. I'm not a huge soda drinker, but I like to to mix it up, and I do like the the bubbly. Nice. I love that you took two of our most popular drinks and kind of like smashed them together and made your own drink. There you it's go. It's called the Kim Walker drink. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> try it out. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. That, and that does actually sound really good. I'm going to have to try that. It's good. Okay, so Kim, we are friends. Yeah. We've known each other, and I was trying to figure it out before we got on air, because we moved here 11 years ago, and I guess because we were in the same neighborhood and the same ward and the same school district and everything. So I guess 11 years. Yeah, that's crazy how time flies right totally yeah and I remember coming into your house and being like I have I was struggling with my three kids managing them they were young and I'm like is this humanly possible to have the number of kids you have and be sane and like I was just asking you questions like well to be sane that's debatable okay right. <laughs> and it still is right. that is a strong point <laughs> but yeah no I just remember being like I can learn from this woman and I as a young mom you need a community. So I was just so glad to have you in the community. Yeah, well, you're so nice. And I totally agree with that. It totally takes a village. I mean, just yesterday we were on a hike, literally in the middle of the hike. The, one of the girls were, were hiking when she's like, uh-huh. Oh shoot, I'm supposed to be back at 10. We're on, we're on like a six hour hike, <laughs> by the way. Oh my gosh. I have to be home at 10. My husband has something and I have my daughter and I'm like, Oh my gosh. I hurry and message Scott. I hurry and message Lisa who the Lisa off the couch. You just met. Uh-huh. I'm like, get it done people. Like they, and my friend was like, Oh my gosh, you guys are so, I'm like, it takes a village. <gasps> yes. It takes a village to raise all these kids. And it's awesome. I love that. Yes. I love our neighborhood right here in Mill Creek. Mm-hmm. It is. It was so fun there. Yes. And I do. I do, I love living there. We're now in Davis County. So, um, but we have, you know, still a home that we kind of manage here and it's, it's fun. This neighborhood will always have my heart. Yes, so. for sure. Okay. So yes, yes, you moved to Bountiful mm-hmm. and do you know what's coming to Bountiful soon? What, what could it be? I don't know. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay. So I, you've driven by the new location, the thirst. Yes, okay. I have. Um, that's where I used to like, I had to rent a car once there. Um, but, I, it is a prime location. I am so excited to have it there because that is on my commute home already. Oh my gosh. So I'm like, okay, if I, I couldn't have picked a better spot. <laughs> oh my God. Well, and I think so. again, Ethan is like the Mr. Brains. He is so great with picking very great locations to, you know, very specific locations to have his thirst. But yes, when I saw it on the map, I was like, whoa, right by that roundabout. I was yeah. just thinking that was like pretty good until you were telling me that's yeah. where most of the downtown traffic has to pass by. Yeah, that is one of the main ways up east on Bountiful. Oh and gosh. so it is it is just prime and can't wait. Oh my gosh. I know. So fun. Can't wait for another thirst open. Okay. So more about you, Kim. Tell me about your kids, your husband, how long you've been married, all that fun stuff. Okay. So I'll start with my kids. I do have three kids, two boys. And that's why you were such an inspiration to me because I was like, oh, this is hard. And before I had my little girl, you know, it is a lot to raise boys. And now they're teens. I'm realizing wow, I still have a lot to figure out. <laughs> and it never got easier, right? No. Like, <laughs> Boys come on. are 
tough. And the hard part I thought was when they were younger, but Ugh. that was hard. And this is a new hard as new hard. I think so many moms figure out. Yep. Um, so yeah, my oldest is 13 years old and then I have an 11 year old boy. So those are both boys and yeah, having them be almost three years apart was helpful. And then we have a six-year-old little girl. So finally got that little girl, which I remember oh. seeing you at, at the elementary one day. And you're like, oh, you got a girl? I know. <laughs> you you got happy. one. I never got one. Dang I it. was like, well, you can babysit her. No. <laughs> no. You can borrow her? <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, you get what you get when it comes to And how old is your little? She's six. Six, Okay, yeah. so yeah, her and Robbie are about the same age. Because yeah. Robbie is six. He'll be seven on uh, this Friday. But I That's remember, right. I, th- I thought we were pregnant at the same time. Mm-hmm. I, okay, do you remember that? We were. Because that was before you went to... Beautiful, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, and then our my oldest is the same age as Brigham. Brigham. Okay. And right? didn't they do sport? Did they do basketball? I swear we've done okay lacrosse right? together and basketball, something. Okay. And maybe probably I feel like we tried every sport. Right? I feel I, I know, and especially <laughs> when they're younger, you're like every season it's something new and different. Okay. Yeah. I knew they had to be together. Okay. And then your husband Darren, mm-hmm. tell me more about him. Yeah. So my husband Darren, he is um, at the Huntsman Cancer Insti- Institute. He is the power program coordinator, and so. So what that is, is the fitness program. So patients before, during, and after treatment can receive an exercise assessment, a physical assessment with a a physician present as well as an exercise specialist. And then we give a detailed exercise prescription. And for a three-month period, there's one-on-one training. Um, to kind of help get back on your feet and help achieve I had no idea Darren even did that. I yeah. honestly had no idea what he did for a living. Yeah. Isn't that the I way it goes? you were just the fitness person. No, yeah, oh we my, are. We are a fitness the same. family. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How did I not know this? Isn't it crazy? Um, so yeah, we are in the same field. And that was something that kind of connected us when we met. Um, you know, we had a lot in common, but that was one of those things we were like, oh, this is going to be fun, you oh know? My. Okay, so how did you guys meet? So, yeah, we met, let's see, I'm like going back, digging in the vault, right? <laughs> <laughs> now that it's 16 years, I never thought I'd be married that Ooh, long ago. nicely done. Yeah, so we met at the um, University of Utah Institute of Religion at like a fireside. Okay. <laughs> so that's a night where someone comes and speaks and um, he had just gotten off his mission in the Netherlands and my dad was born in the Netherlands. Oh. And um, anyhow, I had been a missionary in Chile and um, his father had served in Chile. So we just had like a ton to talk about. And I was running the Salt Lake City Marathon the next like week. And he's like, well, I'm going to come out there with a sign because I live right on the pathway and hold up a sign. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. How cute of him. Yes. Yes. So that's it was a bunch of. What did the sign say? Well, he didn't end up doing it. And I was like, I know. I didn't tell you the end of the story. Were you like running and looking (laughs) for him? Who is this guy? You know, we didn't know each other that well, but it was just, we kept seeing each other and we, it it was a friend thing because I'm actually four years older than him. And so I was like, oh, we're just friends. But yeah, uh, friends turned into with benefits love. yes exactly and <laughs> so did you guys take classes together because you're in the same field or no, did you because so you're a had, older you were okay mm-hmm, yeah I had already graduated okay you got it so I had just I had finished and he was like you know just had a year under his belt or something like that so My goodness. that was hard you know having kids um, helping get him through school he's all done of course now but that's hard. That's the hard part. Yeah, I've the been work. there, done that. That sucks. That's yeah. hard. That's very hard. It is not easy, but it's good because it gave, like I was working and able to help get him through school. So yeah. 
you know, we each had our focus and were able to, to do that. But that is hard when you have kids, you know, having to get support and have, um, you know, find neighbors who are willing to take your kids. Sometimes it would be easier if I was, was working full-time. I always work part-time. And, you know, you just have to rely on friends and neighbors and your village. I was going to say, back to the village, yep. To get through that. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. Okay, now what do so. you do? Well, obviously, in fitness and health. Yes, yes. <laughs> and so, well, I, I also am at the Huntsman Cancer Institute, and I am the group fitness coordinator. And so we have 30 classes a week that we that are all virtual right now. We've had some at the Redview Gardens. Those are just ending. And we're going exclusively virtual, like many of us have had to do with the pandemic right. pivot, virtual. And so, um, yeah, these classes are free and open to patients, caregivers, as well as faculty and staff at the University of Utah hospitals and clinics. Nice. So you are over all the classes, but don't you do you teach classes too, right? Yes. Yeah. And that's what got me into it for sure is when I started at the Huntsman back in 2006, I was teaching classes and I have um, at the University of Utah, I taught the group fitness instructor training course. And nice. okay. so, and that was for 10 years, just helping people get certified and learn how to teach. And um, so it was a good fit when I went up to the Huntsman because we were starting to build a group fitness program. And I was one of the first cancer exercise specialists in Utah, but also I'm a group fitness instructor. And so I was able to kind of merge, merge all of that and bring on a lot of other instructors, very talented people from around the valley. We really do screen for the best of the best because to work with in oncology, you really do have to have um, a diverse background in training to understand the different populations, modifications, yeah. options. That's something that, it, you know, with I've started this kind of public Instagram page. And the reason I'm doing that is because I want instructors to know how important it is to provide options, modifications, help people to work at their own level, listen to their body, right? you know, and it's, it's something I'm like, I got to get this message out there. Um, not just within my own current like work population, but within all of Utah, you know, it's so important. Right. And I always knew you were in fitness and I always knew you were, a, you know, with like over group fitness, yeah. but on college, I didn't even know. And, and we talked about this on the last hike we went on. I didn't even realize that there would be an option for cancer patients to have an ex an, a, a modified exercise program geared towards them and their recovery. I'm just like, well, of course there should be, but I didn't even know that that existed. Yeah. That's amazing. So tell me more about that program. Sure. Like, detailed yes. info. Sure. I would love that. So many people don't know about it. Um, we, we try to get the word out. Uh, but again, anytime before, during, or after treatment. So if it's been years and you were treated like 10 years ago and this sounds interesting, this is available to you. And again, this this is called the Power Program. And um, it's part of the Wellness Center, which is kind of the bigger umbrella, the Wellness and Integrative Health Center. Okay. And so when you're talking about integrative health, it merges um, kind of what we think of as standard medicine with um, like complementary medicine as well. And so things like acupuncture, um, you know, exercise is part of part of right. a recovery, right? So there's just a lot of like components that are brought into the wellness center. So that power program is part of the wellness and integrative health center. People can get massages before, during and after treatment. Wow. That's you know? so neat. And so, yeah, that is available. And, um, you just, you, you can search up, you know, Huntsman Cancer Institute Wellness and Integrative Health Center, 
and specifically the power program. And these are all mm -hmm. offered free to them. So like acupuncture and massage, there is a, a little fee for, but all of the group fitness classes are free. Oh my gosh. So. That is so amazing. Again, I had no idea that they offered that. Yeah. So they go, tell us one more time, where do they go to find that information? Yeah. Out? So at the Huntsman Cancer Institute, just go to their main website and you okay. can scroll all the way to the bottom and go to wellness and exercise information okay. and you'll find it there. Now, if it, <laughs> this is for like all ages, like a, a child to a teenager, to an adult, to a grandma, like, I don't want you to tell me about your patients yeah, or people no, that you're working with, course. obviously, but it's for every age. No. So, um, anything younger than 18 is, um, at primaries okay. essentially. And so it'd be 18 and older. Okay. Yeah. But you do have a variety of people that come in for all of these classes and stuff, right? Yes. We see all ages. And what's really cool about movement is it is it, like we talk about movement being medicine. It is like it, at any age, it can be, um, part of that recovery. And, uh, you know, we, we just can't stop moving and it, it helps us to have more quality of life. And that's the big thing that I always tell people. It's all about quality of life. Like I can be more present and enjoy my life a little bit more if I can find ways to either work around the pain I'm having and manage it and, you know, get stronger and more conditioned. I can handle these, the things that life throw at me. Oh my goodness. Now, did you start this program? So in 2006, when I started at the Huntsman, when they hired me there, was a athletic trainer running the program. And so I, there at the time wasn't a, really a certification to become a cancer exercise specialist. Well, the American College of Sports Medicine and the American Cancer Society created the certification and I jumped right on that. Wow, I'm good like, for yeah. you. So I was the first in Utah to get that certification. Oh my gosh. And yeah, Damn, it, that's amazing. It been, it's been really cool. You know, I've um, had opportunities with the American Cancer Society, and um, we've been able to feature some of our, you know, patient experiences and in some the American Cancer Society magazines and things like that. So, it's been a, a fun journey, um, and to see the Wellness Center just grow and it is so unique this program is so unique oh, for sure uh, we benchmark with other cancer institutions and we are one of the only programs that has this comprehensive wellness and integrative health center in the world and that's here in utah oh my gosh and people come from other states to participate in our you know to take advantage of the hospital and well i know that the hospital is amazing and i know people from all around the country come for that yeah they probably don't know like i didn't know so is it just yeah. for the cancer patient but you said it was for the mm -hmm. faculty the families tell mm -hmm. like who does it involve who does sure. it sure yeah let me expand on that a little bit so definitely patients is obviously the, like the right. main priority but caregivers so anyone is considered a caregiver if they're helping um care for the person who's going through treatment so it could be your next door neighbor it could be you know, your your mom, your brother, whoever yeah. it is that's driving you up there and helping care for you during during that time in your life. And um, so those are your caregivers. And then outside of that, we have extended, of course, to the Huntsman Cancer Institute faculty and staff. And then as there's room, like right now we're virtual, it's University of Utah healthcare okay. um, workers as well. Okay, so you're able to accommodate a few more because it's all virtual. Exactly. Do you think you're gonna say yeah. virtual? So, and we have always wanted to go virtual, but you oh. know how the pandemic pushes you yes. places. We were able to pivot and go virtual in one week, which wow. was really cool. That's impressive. Yeah. Using the telemedicine resources through the University of Utah um, to pivot virtually. We felt very well supported and it was 
just what our community needed because people suddenly were at home feeling lonely yeah and we needed a virtual wellness community and that pivot did that wow and so you know that's really 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 helpful and a lot of the participants were like this is so nice i don't feel like as alone as I would be because right. I'm seeing the same instructors. I'm seeing some of the same students that I had in class before here. We're oh, talking, neat. you know, it's really, really connecting. And how many classes? So um, if, do you mm-hmm. know the specific number? Yeah. So we do have 30 every week that are offered. Wow. Yoga. That's a good variety. I know. 30. Yes. Different modalities too, because not everybody wants to you know, exercise at a high intensity level or a low intensity level. There are all levels in between, but it is important that you exercise at the level that's right for you. Right. Again, we have skilled instructors who are able to make that workout work at different levels for different people within the same group. Mm -hmm. So that's why you may have a patient and a staff member who's a yogi all in the same yoga class. But here we're teaching a restorative yoga class that is putting everyone kind of at the same level, helping people to work at their own levels within the class. Okay. And so there's Tai Chi, Qigong, which is, you know, kind of more the um, Eastern medicine based, um, more meditative type classes, Pilates. Um, We do have high low and we didn't have high fitness until they offered this high low. And so um, we hired a new instructor, Rebecca Johnson, to come on and teach um, that class. And I also teach that as well as Zumba and resistance training classes, which is so important that we maintain our muscle mass, especially um, as we're aging. But on top of that, as you're going through these treatments that may be causing atrophy and muscle wasting. And um, so, yeah, that's just really, My really gosh, cool. that is it's so cool. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, that is so cool. So mm-hmm. what is next for the cancer? Like your mm-hmm. job there, what, what are, what's in the pipeline? What are you guys working on? Sure, yeah. So, well, the Wellness and Integrative Health Center is integrative. And so, you know, we our whole goal is to continue to just kind of grow and collaborate and provide resources for, for our participants to continue to... Um, to be well and yeah. to improve their, their quality of life. And so, you know, that is, that is something that I do part-time. That is not my whole life and not necessarily like all I want to talk about today, but that is, um, the, the wellness center. If you are interested, like give us, give the front desk a phone call and schedule a few appointments. And it's so easy to get started to have that one-on-one support with the physician initially and have them really answer your questions. Like, where do I start? Like nothing feels easy right now, you know? So it's such a great resource. Again, I had no idea it even existed. How fantastic is that? Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. So, so that's part time. What else, what else are you doing? Yeah. So, well, I'm a mom, uh, of course, you know, and, yeah, that's really the full time. <laughs> For sure. That's your full time job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My full time job. But I did start this wellness platform. Um, on my own privately because I wanted to do and this I've started it on Instagram but I now have a website and I call it walk to home and the reason people are like what are you a realtor I'm like no oh okay <laughs> but let me explain it so I walk to home there's two of us we're the walkers right and I think everything we do as far as our wellness whether it's mental physical emotional spiritual like it's all to strengthen our home and our family And, you know, and for me, like, I feel like that's why we're here. Like, eventually, we're all going to walk to home when we leave this earth. Like, working in oncology, I do have to think, like, what's next, you know? And so I think we're all on our journey back to home and being well and strong along that journey. Like, 
we only have one body. We can choose every day to make it stronger or to let it become more deconditioned. And if we can stay, we can stay conditioned till the day we leave this earth, I believe. And even though it doesn't necessarily have to be always like, you know, exercise, exercise, exercise. Sometimes it's just, that's why I talk about wellness because sometimes it's just self-care. Yeah. Um, I think about that acronym. I think it's like from like uh, the 12 step recovery. I don't know if it's from that program, but it's called HALT. Have you ever heard of I the have, acronym? Have mm. Okay, it's, it's hungry, angry, lonely, tired. And so I've been thinking about this, like as a mom, there's as many times in, our, in my life where I'm like, okay, you need to stop and figure out, are you hungry, <laughs> right? Are we angry? Am I feeling lonely, like with your kids? Are they feeling lonely at school? Is that why they're really having this outburst right. when they're home? Or are they tired? And then really the answer there is self-care. and you know, that's part of the wellness is that we care for ourselves along the way. We don't wait till our kids are grown and out of the house to care for ourselves. We have to halt right there and start taking care of those needs. And that's where the village comes in. Like maybe we do do a swap with the mom next door so that we can go to the gym or we use the childcare at the gym or, you know, trying to be creative on how we can support one another right, and maybe right. we do a mom's group where we all exercise with the kids right there right like what what not so finding a way to put it into your routine in your life and not waiting for that time when it's right making right now be the right time oh for sure and i know that's a big huge thing especially when you have little children i i mean i remember i wouldn't put makeup on or do my hair like you're in jammies or sweats for like you just live in a bubble a lot of the time when you have little little children it gets easier when they get older but if you're not doing any self-care which could be taking a nap it could be just like go to the grocery store by yourself like it could be so many little tiny things that take half hour or an hour that we need so badly and i've always i've always been pretty good at doing that because i feel like if mom isn't not even a hundred percent if mom's not doing great well then the whole house is going to just fall apart because then if i'm tired or grumpy or whatever or mad or any of those things then the kids aren't going to get their homework done the kid the house isn't going to be clean dinner's not going to be made and it's kind of like you know the domino effect of of stuff not happening or you know happening wrong you know yeah. so i felt like we do need to have, I know I try to tell some of my cute moms that I know that are, you know, in our neighborhood that just have, you know, the one, two, three little kids at home. Yeah. Oh, you know, I can't, you know, I invite them to book club or invite them. Oh no, I can't, my, I have to be home with my kids. No, mm-hmm. you don't. You don't have to be home 24 seven. You can take a little break for yourself. And that is so important. Yeah. Take so. the night off. Like you've been there all day, yes. you know, yes. and be assertive with your spouse. Like I've had to learn to have a voice and say, schedule things in the calendar. This, I need this time yes. and this is happening. So plan around it. And we have a shared, like through Google, a shared family calendar. And if it's on the Walker family calendar, oh, it's happening. Nice, <laughs> nice. And he knows that. And so he's been really good about supporting me and my endeavors. And that gives me that time and freedom and flexibility to continue to grow my own skills and my own person so that here, my kids, this is the first year I've had all three in school. Oh all my day. gosh. Same with me. Hallelujah. Yes. Oh Hallelujah. Yep. Robbie's in first grade. I'm like, peace out, everybody. <laughs> no, I say that it's like a game changer. It is a game changer. It is so crazy. So when did you yeah. start walk from home? It's just so like about it, a year. I started, it's been about a year. Okay. And yeah, we did. We, I did this training course with um, Anna's the worst and um, have, have been learning and learning and learning about, you know, it's like, like the etiquette around it. And that's been really, really helpful. 
Um, but it is yeah. You so- did that. You didn't just kind of like dabble. You like jumped right in, and you were like full force. Like it was awesome. It's been awesome to watch you grow. It's been oh, awesome. Thank you. Well, it's really fun, and I like I said, I really love taking my message further because I've been literally with the Huntsman Cancer Institute since 2006. Like, and that's been my baby. I'm like, okay, I'm, I love that baby, and I want to keep that a part of my life. But I also want to be able to continue to spread that that message of like wellness, especially I think among women and moms that we just need to, you know, take care of ourselves along the way and right. along the journey. So what's next for Walk to Home? What are you, I mean, I could see you like traveling all over the United States. Like I could see you being a motivational speaker about all this. Like, is that even a goal? Like you even want to do that? Well, I, that's funny because as a kid, I, in my free time used to read like these self-help books and motivational books. And I thought that would be so fun to do one day. And, um, now as an adult woman, I'm having more time to kind of figure that out. Nice. But I, I just feel like the sky's the limits and I, I want to carry the message and I feel that's like, like burning in my heart. And so wherever that will lead me, I just, if it's, you know, events where, you know, we can do things that make us more well, if it's online virtual options where we can get together and move or just even talk about wellness. Um, it's been fun to do lives with other like gym owners or people who are, you know, in the same kind of arena and um, just to learn and grow together. Well, and it's something so. like, I love that my husband's in the medical folks. I'm like, it doesn't matter what happens with the country or the world or what's going on. We will always need wellness and health. Like we will always need this no matter what. Yeah. So I could just see you just getting bigger, bigger, growing, growing. Oh. Like it's, yeah, it's so needed. And even if you're healthy and even if you, you know, you have a great family and you feel like you've got it all, mm-hmm. you still need more health and wellness like in your life. Like yeah. it's so important. And it can be like anything. There's like a <laughs> pendulum. Like right now there's a big anti-diet culture movement going on. And just like anything, it can be swung to one extreme or the other. And a lot of times with social media, there's these strong like one extreme or the other and I've caught myself sometimes there but I'm learning about like this pendulum just like wellness like moderation and all things you know like for example um on the one end of like there's anti-diet culture on the other end it's like there's these tools and people will say oh well this tool's evil well it's still a tool and it's something that we as practitioners need to use sometimes and everybody's circumstance is different right and so if we pull out this tool that's been labeled as diet culture, well, maybe that's not fair either. So I think finding that middle ground and maybe um, avoiding the extremes, I think that's part of being well, because we can get so caught up on like, this is right, this is wrong, and there's no in between, because people just want the answer. Like, Right, they just want the pill to take it and be whatever size and whatever you know level of happiness to take for sure yeah. but i agree everyone's different like if they all you know if they did the atkins or if they that's going to work for that body type and everyone is different and i feel like yeah both sides of that it's a little nitro like you got to come where in that gray in the middle section yeah and just kind of figure out per you per your body per your style whatever your health and it you know what works for you to but i love what you said about moving your body like yes everyone needs to just focus more on themselves and move their body more with mm-hmm. their, maybe with their kids or their spouse, their friends or their moms. Yeah. That consistency, mm-hmm. like, you know, that we have this big goal of hiking rim to rim, right? Yes. And I'm so excited about this, but that has given extra motivation, you know, also being able to know you're hiking with friends. You've got the social in there. You've got the physical, you've got that mental like push. Yes. Cause you know, it is mental. You always hear that like, 
you know, it's only physical or it's mental. It's both. It's definitely All both. All of the above. And so I think like, yeah, like finding goals and, you know, with that community, finding that like those shared goals or even just telling your community what your goals are. Or, um, I mean, that can be a loaded word, what your objectives are. Yeah. Um, and getting getting that support to to be able to do those things. Yeah. Well, so. it helps so much more when you're doing it with somebody, even if it's one person or a group. Like it just helps yeah. you. Like you said, we're going on this major hike. So we are hiking rim to rim <laughs> and we're pulling our husbands along with us. Yes, we are. <laughs> so we've got so we have two different groups. One group is, has 20 people and our mm-hmm. group has 16 and we're kind of so it's a big fun amazing group but i'm excited yeah yes and my husband is doing the saint george marathon this weekend and oh my like gosh four and days then later, hiking rim to rim i don't suggest that when you are planning your goals there's something called making them realistic and <laughs> achievable no i mean i he might surprise us all but i'm like whoa are you sure That's are you sure gonna be amazing okay so for those of you that don't know who what rim to rim is we start in the grand canyon yeah start on the north rim hike all the way down to Phantom the, Ranch, yeah, the ranch, and yep. all in one day, and then hike the south side, twenty four point five miles. So it's a big deal. A lot of people will hike it and like stay at the bottom and sleep, and then hike the rest. We're not doing that. We're going. We're hardcore. One <laughs> not day. really. We're not hardcore. <laughs> but this is our goal. Yeah. <laughs> so this was actually. I don't even know if you know this, Kim. This no, was. I want to know. This was my goal when I was forty. I'm like, this is what I want to do. Well, awesome. I had Robbie when I was thirty nine, so I was still nursing. I couldn't do that. So yeah, I was like, uh-uh. okay, I kept pushing it back. So finally, I was like, wait a minute, I forgot I had this awesome goal. Let's let's do this. Right. So at forty five, I talked to my friend Michelle, and I'm like, hey, by the way, you're doing this hike with me, and she's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna need like eight to 10 months to train literally and I'm like are you serious I'm like let's just do it she's like I will die on this side I'm like, okay so that's why we started training so now I'm 46 and now we're finally gonna hike this stupid hike but it, I've hiked it. more this year and prepare to prep to prep for this than I have my whole life like you know how it is with little kids you're like let's go on a hike and it's like yeah. a two mile it ends with the waterfall and yeah that's and what screaming. that's what everyone considers a hike I'm like no 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 we're we've been going on 10 12 15 miles those are freaking hikes yeah you're like I know and my kids are old enough I'm like you're in charge mom and dad are gonna go hike 16 miles seriously and then they call and they're like where are you I'm like I'm still hiking four hours later Um, like six hours later we went on a hike yesterday so we the most the absolute most beautiful hike I've ever been on Uh it's on the crest so we went up a big cottonwood canyon to guardsman's pass they dropped us off we hiked up puke hill by the way okay that's the real name of it oh my gosh it's it's kind of gnarly but it's really short yeah and then we just walked across the crest park city on one side salt lake city on the other side the colors it was the most amazing and then we ended in mill creek canyon wow it was like 11 so there's several different ways to go we went the shortest way because we had a newbie with us we only went 11 miles but you could probably go up to like 15 if not more but it was the most beautiful hike so add that to your yes, list. Yes, I will. And Either you know you're hiking. Either before or after rim to rim. <laughs> you know you're hiking rim to rim when you're like, it's only 11 miles. I know, right? <laughs> As well, if that's this, not like Besides Puke Hill, lot. it is flat. And it's, yeah. it's pretty easy 
to do. Okay, yeah. That's why I said I had two newbies with me yesterday, and they did amazing. Anyways, that's the most beautiful hike I've ever been on. Yeah. But what, I want to talk about the hike we just went on, what was it, just last week or? Maybe two weeks ago. Two weeks ago? Tim, Tim, okay. is that the one? Yes. Have you ever hiked Mount Tim before? No. Okay, that was my first time too. Okay. Okay, tell me how your experience of hiking Mount Tim. Okay, well, honestly, I felt like... It's a lot of the things that, you know, you learn as far as exercise physiology is concerned. As an exercise physiologist, I always think this way. But it's like, it was so fun to see those principles being applied to the hike, you know? As we're exerting, as we're doing these little interval bursts as we go up a hill, and then taking that quick recovery time and listening to your body in that moment, like, I need to stop right now. Not be afraid, like, maybe your group is a fast hiking group, and you just tell them, I need a minute, like, or I need less than a minute. I need 20 seconds just to catch my breath so that I can make that next push. And it made all the difference. I felt like our group, we had a variety of levels, Mm -hmm. and we were able to just, like, and we kind of took turns and kept, you know, and that's the way it goes. You, You pass a group, you come back, they pass you, you know. And once you get up to, was it the saddle? The saddle. Mm-hmm. Then you know you have to go to summit up to the top. Oh, boy. That is a little daunting. And um, you're like, okay, am I going to fall off? Like That was kind of sketchy. That last point seven. Yeah. Like, if anyone ever says you want to hike Mount Temp, I will say yes. I will stay at the saddle. I don't think I will ever do that point seven. I've done it. I don't need it. That was scary. Been there, done that. Yeah, yeah. It was so windy. You're like, Scott was watching from the saddle. With binoculars, oh, wow. he was like, my heart was. Pa- you guys were like climbing boulders on the edge, of- and I'm like, yeah, that was how you end this freaking hike. Yeah, totally. I know, and we broke it in that that section from the saddle to the um, peak. We broke it into chunks, and that helped us. So we're yes. like, okay, we'll go here, we'll stop. We'll go here, we'll stop. Okay, Smart. three more of those, and that really got us to the top. And I, I think it was nice to have other people and just know that like you're not alone and not such a good like life analogy when you're hiking I don't know about you but no for sure I like leave like like, we're not alone like we are in this together and we are here getting through this journey together yes and like it's not a race no it is not a race and I think about that because sometimes with um you know exercise and fitness it's like this competition well there it is competition is the thief of joy we know that and it's just it's the less we make it a race and the more about you know maybe just a race with ourselves if anything yeah then to push ourselves off. and motivate ourselves yes no i agree i love that yeah. i love that but yeah that mount temp was amazing i'm so glad you came with us <laughs> yes that i'm was glad so, too it was, it was fun great experience but yeah Bring so rim to rim uh week from yesterday is rim to rim my oh, friend my <laughs> for reals <laughs> i forgot about that wait wait yes, what i know last <laughs> night i look at my and i was like oh my gosh so i posted a picture on instagram with my eyes like bulging i'm like one week from today we will be on rim to rim Yowzers. yeah it's one of those things i think that we know there's an end goal yeah. and you're just like you just have to keep taking it in strides you know yes. and so i think that will be interesting to see how how we kind of work as a group and I, i'm assuming like we'll all hike down together but on the way up we'll probably kind we'll of break up of, and yeah, partner that's up what and I'm thinking. yeah so that that will work and i think but be yeah helpful. and i was telling scott i'm like i don't think i'm ever gonna hike after because <laughs> i'm not <laughs> a hiker i'm like 
I just had this goal. I thought like maybe a month of training. Let's just let's just hike a little bit. Let's just stay on our feet a little bit, and then let's just go hike room to room and just check it off of the bucket list. Yeah. Like let's do something else. Oh my gosh. You may but never hike again. I, well, and I said that to my friend Michelle, who I that was the first person I dragged into coming with me. Yeah. And she was like, "How about we make a goal like once a year? Like we'll go to a different like national park. Like we can go around the country or even like." sometimes, you know, different places in the world and like make a trip out of it and go on a hike. And I'm like, that means I got to train. I got to keep hiking. (laughs) I don't want to hike. It's not aligning with my goals. And I'm like, I have other bucket list items to do. Well, I think we connected on that last hike because I was like, I don't really love hiking either. I, 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 those ants you heard of the term ants like automatic negative thoughts right and so I get those when I'm hiking and they're like creeping all over my brain like this sucks this is hard yes it's hard (laughs) and then I'm like oh wait this is good because and I have to kind of like stop myself and kind of reframe my thoughts in that moment and we do it in a lot of situations, but especially when hiking, if we can reframe to a more positive state of mind yes. and, you know, show up, you'll feel better, not yes. throw up, you'll feel better, show up, you'll feel better. <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> Maybe both. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really important. Oh my gosh. So we're going to have fun. I can't wait. I am so excited. Okay. So last question, <laughs> yes. Kim, yes. which first of all, thank you so much for coming and sharing all this amazing stuff. Again, the cancer, mm-hmm. I, I still cannot believe we have, I mean, I knew there was extra things for cancer patients and their families. Mm -hmm. Like I'm thinking like therapy and stuff. I had no idea that we had all these other tools and availability. So thank you for sharing all that and coming here. So what, my last Mm -hmm. question is, what is something that you are thirsty for? Something that you're thirsting after? Mm, Yes, that's such a good question. And I, I feel like I have this burning like desire to share like this, this like platform. That's why I've started this page, but just to share the importance of taking care of yourself along the way. Don't wait for that day to come when you'll have more time. The time is now. And that, I, I, I really am thirsty to share that message, number one. And number two, knowledge. I have gotten through being a parent and through like parenting teens. I'm right in the middle of it. I only have a 13 year old. He's my oldest, like I said. So, but having that knowledge, don't be afraid to seek from the best books and learn. For me, it's prayer, getting on my knees and seeking the support of friends and neighbors. Like. I know that we can get through this journey with the support of our community and um, our village. And so um, just sharing that message, you're not alone. You might feel like it as a young mom, you know, dealing with postpartum or whatnot, like get out there, use your community, use your friends, tell them your struggles. It's through our struggles that we connect and support one another. 